ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Welcome and all to Cold Dog Soup presents That's Disgusting. Sean Majors, I have a story to the tell. The Germans have taken over. Aren't they always? <laughs> um, so, I'm sitting at a local Australian-themed steakhouse <laughs> that we shall not name here. And uh, it is me, my mother, my daughter, a cousin, wife, and my four-year-old son. And I get a tap on my wrist from said son. And he says, hey, daddy. I say, what is it, Townsie? And he says to me, in the following accent, just like this, he says, Ipplehead, he stole my family. <laughs> I choke on my chicken bone because I was not expecting that. Because Ipplehead stole my family is the phrase that I repeated or and or as I was watching the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland about the pop artist Michael Jackson. Um, that's a phrase that just got stuck in my head, and I just kept repeating it. And I feel like I might have told that story in a podcast already. So if you, that's the second time you've heard it, hey guys, we all make mistakes. My, you're B, but um, but uh, that was something I told to you immediately after saying it for so much, telling you to watch this documentary, Proud Papa. Um, and that kind of serves as the backdrop for what we're going to talk about today. Kind of a, a couple different things. The first being separating the art from the artist. Uh, Sean Majors. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, still probably going to listen to Man in the Mirror if it comes on the radio. That is that is Because the here's the thing. Um, we've been doing it for... I don't mean to jump right in, but we've been... Like, we've known what he's done, what Michael Jackson has done, and the, the, the havoc he's wreaked. <laughs> Wrecked, freaked, havoc. He's freaked. Is more like it. <laughs> uh, for years and years and years insatiable and years. Insatiable. His lust was. Um, I mean, just insatiable. So if 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 we if we live in a society that believes victims, now we we currently live in a society that believes. Victims. Then radio station. Yeah, exactly. Then radio stations should have been uh, not playing Michael Jackson and and not separating the art from the artist 15 years ago as opposed to now. That being said, still going to listen to Man in the Mirror. Like, I, and I don't know, I don't know what's right or wrong in this. Um, a Shimon, I don't know what's right or sure. wrong. Sounds like a Michael Jackson song, right? Shimon. But like you said, like, A, um, this will be the thing that gets us to the race war. Sure. This is Michael it. Jackson. It is this yeah. Yes, it is this very moment. Um, I have been in several debates with people whom I cherish dearly, who staunchly defend Michael Jackson, um, and, and in their in their defense of him, it starts out with he didn't do this. Mike did not touch them kids. Um, <laughs> he knew Brooke Shields, so clearly he was not touching any of these children. Um, and then they'll, you know, they'll go down that road for a while. And I, I don't have a fighting opinion about this. Quite frankly, I do just the opposite. And I, I take people who I know will defend Michael Jackson, and I just egg them on with just <laughs> quoting things from the movie because it, it tickles me to see people irrationally angry. Um, but their argument will start with, he didn't do it to, to um, why in the world would them parents let them kids go off? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another thing. Those are just the worst damn parents in the world. See, and then I come down, not on the side of the parents, but I have a, I very clearly understand what they were going through um, because we can't fathom a thing as popular as Michael Jackson in 1986. Yeah, it's I I think it's hard for us because like, you know, a lot of people our age uh, like to say, oh, we're kids of the 80s, kids of the 80s. Uh, I was seven 
at the end of the 80s. So I was barely yeah. coming into consciousness of what popular culture was. Um, and the end of Michael Jackson, the end, the beginning of, you know, ch- uh, child molester popular, uh, ch- child molester uh, Michael Jackson is, uh, is, is the death of the celebrity. You know, because not only was that as yeah, as as something that was held up, I th- that's a very I think that's a very good point. I think obviously to say that um, there has not always been a culture of build them up, tear them down in our media here would be uh, a lie. But like, there's a clip in the movie where the news reporter says, "Oh, Michael Jackson traveling with his young cousin." Where the fuck did this cousin come from? Yeah, it's <laughs> like we were, we were, we were ready to accept the asexual superstar. Sure, we're ready and willing to go down that road. Um, and when Michael Jackson broke bad, um, coupled, you know, a, quite a few years later with OJ, yeah, I think we were done with ever thinking a celebrity was a good person, unless, of course, they wore a yellow bracelet and beat cancer. Then we found out that was a lie, too. So I think Michael was just trying to do us a favor and saying, like, look, dude, Charles Barkley's got it right. I'm not a role model. <laughs> was there somebody we saw recently that was, oh, Johnny Manziel was wearing that yellow, the Live Strong bracelet. Um, oh, yeah. So <laughs> John, John Manziel. Oh, God damn. John Single-handedly Manziel. brought down the American Alliance of Football. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we talk about... So, it, there was something that, like, you know, back before I was... When I was super idealist, idealistic, and, you know, un, like, supported boycotts and, and stuff like that, um, I, you know, found out that you you can't... You can't really like if if you if you support one boycott, then you have to basically support every single boycott, right? Like if yeah. if you are if you are a Democrat or left of center and you uh, you know don't want to support um, you know something because a big bad cor- corporation makes it or something like that, or a uh, a very rich person that gives money to a lot of Republicans in Congress. Then you have to literally like look up. It's it's too exhausting, and I don't and, like I, I don't know who has time for that. And if you uh, and nobody has time for that, and so as a result, you're being very cherry picking. I believe it was Sweet Brown who told us. <laughs> nobody got time. Then you're just a hypocrite. Like uh, you know, the former owner of the Dodgers gave a lot of money to uh, to Republicans. Uh, the makers of Dell gave a lot. Vince of Vince Scully to Repo- probably hates black people. <laughs> like so, either j- just be. I, I I think you have a choice, the royal you, to basically be intellectually consistent or lazy, and there's nothing wrong with being lazy about this. It's just not. There is nothing wrong with being lazy about it. I I just I can I will acknowledge that. Hey, that dude might be a jackass. Um, and some people, and we all have our offenses. That is the other thing is our lines are all in very different places, yeah. and the. If, if it came out tomorrow that Bob Dylan did something shitty that I didn't like, I would just blindly ignore it. Yeah. I just wouldn't listen. I, I, nope, I can't. I'm too invested with this, which I, under, which make, I understand that thing about people with Michael Jackson. Um, I don't know why we're not going to bat for R. Kelly. He did a lot of good stuff, too. That uh, fucking 12 play was a soundtrack to all of our young sexuality. <laughs> that damn Sam Cooke uh, uh, cover concert he did uh, like 10 years ago. That's that's just good music. I mean, my God, if Sadie comes on, every black person you know is going <laughs> to And It's just going to happen. You know, I, I don't think we should get into the business of like com- <laughs> comparing uh, monsters to monsters. But uh, we, I, we can all agree that Harvey Weinstein is on the same level of... Michael Jackson. I don't know. Mike's like king of the monsters, dude. That movie is bad. It's not good. It's not good. Not bad meaning good, but bad meaning bad. (laughs) Not bad like the not bad like the uh, parody fodder for Weird Al's fat. I mean bad like bad. He said a a a boy. He said a boy taught him how to French kiss. Well, let's just say for the sake of argument, they are. Um, if you if if you want if you can't separate art from the artist, and you know Weinstein is far less of an artist than Michael Jackson is, but uh, you know don't watch uh, anything by Miramax uh, in the '90s, yeah. which is like 
everything good in the 90s. <laughs> like, it all. Throw away your Pulp Fiction VHS. Get it out of there. Um, that's the... Well, that guy said the N-word anyway, so we gotta get him out of here, too. <laughs> He's gotta go. Um... You know, I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to watch. Don't take away my scream too. Don't take away Goodwill Hunting. Oh man, Phantoms was a Miramax movie. You're gonna you're going to lose every touchstone you've ever had if you go down this route. Yeah. Um, God, I just wish somebody that we all universally hated would do something awful. But it never happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it just never like the people you want to be bad are never bad enough. And Weinstein was pretty easy just because he he looks like a monster. He he always has like an mm-hmm. eight o'clock shadow. He's mm-hmm. b- big and gross and fat. And he he just looks like he's had a cigar in his mouth for twenty three hours a day for the past twenty three years of his life. And he just looks like the kind of like Hollywood producer that's like, hey, 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 you need, you want to get famous? You want to be in the pictures, do you, dame? <laughs> Let me get a look at them gams. <laughs> He's just John Goodman from Barton. You Fink. want the part, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I go through this on a weekly basis because I love wrestling. Um, and a couple weeks ago, a big John Oliver piece came out about how awful, um, wrestlers are treated as, uh, as employees and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm still going to watch WrestleMania. Yeah, sure. Going to watch the shit out of it. I have a a very close friend who is very smart and very earnest in his convictions. Matt, I'm right here. I'm right here. Come on. He grappled with... (laughs) Wanting to watch WrestleMania um, versus his disdain for the WWE's relationship with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And I just, I I can't understand that at all. It does not affect me in any way that they go and get that sweet, sweet Saudi money. Yeah, I have a friend that canceled his, uh, his subscription over that. Yeah, yeah. But then when when my friend found out that they were going to headline the biggest show of the year with three women. He was in a he, he couldn't he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. On the one hand, I disagree with Saudi Arabian murder. <laughs> and but on the other hand, I really like that they are legitimately positioning women in wrestling in a way that has never been done before. And so he he walked I don't know what decision he made, but I was telling I was like, dude, I said, look, at the end of the day, everything's dirty. Yeah, the company you work for is dirty. The company I work for is dirty. Um, I said, here's the thing I'll tell you. If there's some Saudi Arabian kids who want to watch some wrestling, let them do it. And if that means that Vince has got to take some dirty money to bring them some wrestling, let them babies watch their wrestling. Because I loved it. I loved it growing up, and those kids loved it. And yeah, those might be the children of assholes, but... You're only taking it from people who love the thing, and this goes for anything. You're only taking it away from people who love the thing, and you're also reducing the effectiveness of the gesture if every single thing is a problem. Literally, everything is a problem. I recently uh, stumbled upon a, I don't want to call it an article, because nothing is an article on the internet. Um, (laughs) But, like, it's like 11 companies that collaborated with the Nazis 70 years ago. (laughs) And, God, I can't. And and it's more than, like, Hugo Boss and Volkswagen. It's like, wait, are you talking shit about Hugo (laughs) Boss? They make a wonderful, wonderful clothes and fragrance. Um, Kodak, Bear, like the Aspen people. Uh, Coca-Cola, especially Fanta, uh, Standard Oil, <laughs> IBM, um, Random House Publishing. Like, uh, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not saying... Well, Shawnee, this falls on your account's shoulders. I'm not... Um, we we don't talk a lot of politics on this program. Sure. Um, a, because both of us typically um, have essentially the same beliefs as that you're goes. less of an asshole um, <laughs> sure I, well i was getting to that i'm just better at expressing it without being uh infuriating to people. <laughs> but i mean we we would be a bit of an echo chamber sure. to a degree 
or it would turn into a fight between the two of us, um, which I know you love, but <laughs> I don't think is particularly good radio. But it is on your account's shoulders uh, that this burden rest because y'all have got it bad to go back and that ain't good and look 25 years and say hey this guy was an asshole back then let's be mean to him now um or let's let's get rid let's let's boycott him now what is it and i don't mean you because i know you you don't do that because you like a lot of bad shit (laughs) from the way back times and i've been around you and i've seen your search history so i know (laughs) how you get down in your private life but what do you think is the driving factor behind that? Is it just the need to be heard? I think a lot of it is trying to be um, morally consistent, and it's and and and, and it's completely at hand. Because what what I was about to say is is I I'm certainly not advocating for people not wanting to for for people. I'm not arguing against people who want to be who don't want to support bad shit. And if and if that makes them feel better and if and if they and if they think that they're making a difference and they very well may be in large numbers then more power to you. But where does it where does it stop? Because all of a sudden, you know, you don't have a TV because a part that IBM made, <laughs> you know, you know the 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 circuits for your LG TV are mined by um, Swahili children. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it's bad shit. Work, like, do what you can to change it in your spare time, but it gets to a point where you are, um, you're, you're basically not taking advantage of everything. I mean, this sounds bad, but everything that, that is available in the world, you're making your life less enjoyable, harder to live to an extent because, um, you know, you think you're making a statement when it's it's really not working out. I'm hating that these words are coming out of my mouth right now, by the way. You love it. This is what you do. We live in a world where Jim Carrey last week was fighting with Mussolini's granddaughter. Yeah. I will repeat, Jim Carrey sentence. was fighting with Mussolini's granddaughter. What do you think? All right, so my, uh, my position on it is, um, if... If anyone actually believed in the various things that they are offended by, if they were truly offended by them, they could not sleep. They could not go to a movie. They couldn't do anything without being consumed um, by this because there's so much of it. Am I wrong in that, that they're I, just posturing to a large degree? I, I think you're more right than wrong. Um, I, I think that because... The Matt Hankins. <laughs> Listen, like I, I understand. Paul F. Tompkins, the comedian, um, said that you know, and he's he's more in line with with the uh, um, kind of not going that route, um, going the less offensive route in in comedy these days because he's he maintains that you can be funny without hurting other people's feelings, and I understand that. You, um, I don't know that you can, <laughs> but I know that I can. <laughs> but I mean, so I. Like I'll I'll watch a stand up routine or or a TV show or something like that, and there'll be something. I I've lived a very charmed life where I have very little that has gone wrong. Simi, Simi, you know, Simi. I, I mean, I mean, but like I I hesitate to make a joke about you know uh, cancer or make a joke about like uh, par- uh, you know your mom joke because what if the person you're talking to has a dead mom? <laughs> Then all of a sudden, situation takes a bad turn, Jack. Um, but I, so I think that you know it's. I don't know. I if if some if some if somebody is offended at everything, I think very often they're offended at things that don't apply to them, and it's inappropriate. Yes, yeah. Oh, there it is. I think that I think that is the heart of the melt. Is um, I don't know. I'm just. I'm offended by offense. Um, I, I follow the teachings of the great Saint Patrice O'Neill, who just hated the word offense. And what he said about it, I can't even say because that would be offensive <laughs> to a lot to fifty percent of the population. Sure. I'll just leave it at that. Um, all right, let's do let's play a quick little uh, a little game. I'm going to I just googled or I just Twitter searched the word offended. I'm going to read off a couple of these, and I want you to tell me what the hell they're talking about. 
Um, ooh, I can't pronounce a lot of these names. <laughs> Rashida Rashida Labe. Never heard of her. Uh, said if you were, if you so you don't know that one. If you were offended by okay, Ilhan Omar. Yeah. Do you know who that yeah, is? The Minnesota Congresswoman. He's. Did you say woman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She said something about 9-11. She recently, I actually have yet to uh, really like find out what in what context it was, but she referred to 9-11 as, quote, some people who did something. Fine-11? <laughs> um, uh, that's the thing, man. Like, some, sometimes in the right context, 9-11, like, Il, Il, Ilhan Omar was not trying to make a joke or anything like that, and I'm sure she probably said something that was inartful, but, like, um, you know, people like to jump on things, particularly out of context, and act offended, and then turn around and then, like, not support uh, 9-11 first responder health bills in Congress, you know? Like, sure, sure. So, because action is so overdone. Um, if you're offended by the whiteout parties, that's perfect because we don't want fucking losers there, anyways. What's a whiteout party? I don't know what a whiteout party is. I assume it's a bunch of kids getting together, and for every BJ they give, they get a free bottle of whiteout. <laughs> well, now I got to look and see what a whiteout party <laughs> is. Um, I assume it's something. It's like the opposite of blackface, maybe. I hope it's a uh, an homage to that to one of the monkey's mothers. <laughs> um, whiteout party, Winnipeg. Oh, that doesn't get much whiter than that. <sighs> well, if it's uh, Winnipeg prepares to to shut down for whiteout. Party. Welcome to Matt Google stuff and reads it to himself. Whiteout party, episode sixty-eight. Whiteout party. Um, so something that happens in Canada looks like they're just having a party. Uh, rose clothes for a whiteout party. But to to get back to... I think what, it's a hockey thing. <laughs> what we were talking about earlier, like, um, particularly the, uh, you know, a superstar of today, somebody digs up something they said, you know, eight or 20 years ago or whatever. Like, I don't think Kevin Hart should... I, I, I have nothing in my heart for Kevin Hart. Like, I I don't think he's particularly funny. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Racist. He's he's not really anything to me, um, but I don't think he, like making uh, what could be construed as a homophobic joke. I don't even know what the joke was ten years ago. Should cost him a, a job hosting the Oscars or whatever it was this year. And that robbed the Oscars of a host that they deemed worthy. And it's so weird when they when the two things fight each other too. Because like, hey, there was a time where a younger black guy hosting the Oscars would have been big news. Everybody would have been beating the drum. Um, And that time was 20 minutes before somebody did a Google search for Kevin Hart and the other F word. (laughs) That was when that time was. And then immediately it's taken away. It's um, now I think there's a difference between people's actions. Like Louis CK can, you know, Someone can drop kick him into the sun for all I care. I don't give a shit. But like, well, people should have been offended by Louis C.K.'s slide into mediocrity (laughs) long before they found out. Like, so so here's the thing, and and it also kind of goes into the stuff that Louis C.K. has said because we talked about this when it happened when he had his quote unquote comeback show at like Zany's or Haha's or wherever wherever it was, um, where he did that very super lazy. A stand-up set about like um, transgender teens. Yeah, and it's it's it was just like an old man screaming, "Get off my lawn!" That's all. That's all it turned into. It, it was and not doing it well. Just it was bad comedy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that. That was <laughs> equally as offensive. Um, yeah, it's it, it it is it is very bizarre. Um, and it just puts us in a place where I don't know how to exist. Like, and I'm sure every, not I'm sure, but every generation goes through this where the younger generation gets old enough to have a voice and you have to listen to things that you don't want to hear. Yeah, for sure. And Um, we're there. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're there. We're, we're right on the, we're right on the crest of it. Um, because whenever I hear somebody say anything about their pronouns, I don't, I don't care if someone identifies as whatever they want to identify. Yeah, go for it. 
But my God, I don't give a shit what your pronouns are. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't, un- I, but like, it's just, I can't understand that being something that's important to me. Just as the generation before me couldn't understand why 311 bothered me so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I think that's, it's it's a thing. Uh, I mean, it's a thing that I, 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 I struggle with as well. Um because I, I want to be understanding and, you know, like you, I'm certainly not saying, like, you can't do that and you can't. But, I mean, if, if, if somebody asked me to refer to them a certain way, I'm going to refer to them that way. Um, but wh- I'm going to try to. I'm going to forget. Oh, sure. But, you know, that's well-intentioned. Um, I mean, we, we have a friend who um, was distraught because they referred to... Um, for the sake of the story, I, I forget which which way they were going, but it was uh, mm-hmm. a, a man transitioning into a woman, and uh, our friend referred to her as him twice. After you know, she uh, she said, you know, her is my pronoun or whatever, and she felt bad. And it's like I am sure, particularly this happened in Alabama. I am sure that the way you interacted with this person showed her that. You were operating in good faith, and I'm sure in the state of Alabama, you probably pr- pr- uh, provided a lot more understanding <laughs> than she typically runs into on a day-to-day basis. So, I mean, do your best to get it right. Just don't be an asshole. Like that's that is the that is the underpinning philosophy of that I try to subscribe to. It's the Bill and Ted philosophy. Just be excellent to each other. That's all yeah. I care about. Yeah. Do I still get to watch Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that a is is that a uh, oppressive movie? Oh, is that a Johnny Depp's just a problem now? Is he? Yeah, he's a woman beater, a dog uh, smuggler. Oh yeah, I smuggled that dog. Because Australia Australia was gonna dog. like melt his dog down or something. You know, fucking kill him, dogs. <laughs> which I agree with their dog killing policy. One hundred percent. I'm 100% here. So, all right, let me take the other side of it then, because you and I have fought about this forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like fighting. It's how, good radio. Can you out... When do you get to outlive your past crime as far as if you're a person in the public eye? Does it ever... Is there a statute statute of limitations on it? I think that there's... I mean, there's so many factors, right? Like, if you... I mean, it depends on what it was, depends on uh, what the circumstances were and how sorry that you have demonstrated that you are. And, you know, like it it sucks, but the court of public opinion is more powerful than any any court in the land. <laughs> and I mean, it really is. Uh, Felicity Huffman with like this uh, student admission scandal um, with with her paying, you know, half a million dollars so her kid could like take an SAT over two days instead of one and get into USC or something like that. Like she put out an apology that was like succinct took complete responsibility and said, you know, I'm going to accept the consequences. I'm like, okay, well she doesn't need to go to jail. Like that was my first thought. (laughs) And, and it, how is that a story? (laughs) Like, how is that even, how is that sort of like this retroactive offense that we're talking about that, that we're just getting everybody who get them. Are we <laughs> get them? Are we after everyone who historically their archetypes have not been punished equally under the law? Or is is the world at large the oppressed um, minorities of the world? Are we just out for our pound of flesh from wherever we can get it? Um, it's certainly more satisfying to see somebody from a you know a position of resources to to get their comeuppance i mean what was the fire festival about (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah i'm here for that but like people have been paying for their kids to get in school as long as they're so that colleges are built on the backbone of legacy yeah sure and that's what that is which how is that a thing I mean, I think it's because it was straight up, it was actually illegal as opposed to the like um, blurred lines of, uh, you know, buying a building for, you know, Southwest Illinois State and, you yeah. know, having the, the, the Huffman Institute for Sports Night. <laughs> I'm, uh, things are not going well today. Um, but so all of this, and we are, we are kind of bouncing back and forth from like, 
a, a couple things that are all loosely related, but where where it, it, my mind was kind of made up that people have gone too far <laughs> is I saw an article that listed 25 ways, again, not an article, but 25 ways uh, the TV show Friends was problematic. Oh, wow. Please tell me. I, one through 25. Give them all to me. <laughs> Not funny. Bang. Number one. Uh, number two. Not realistic. Oh my God. How could they afford that apartment? Number two. Um, number three. Ross. Number four. <laughs> Everything David Schwimmer did. Um, no, it was. Uh, so uh, there were a couple things like the way that they. Uh, so Chandler's m- ma, Chandler's dad in the series is a transgendered person and uh, was transitioning from a, from a man to a woman. Um, and, and she was played by, uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Turner. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one, one of the ones I remember was that, you know, having Monica being fat and like a big joke was like her fat dancing during the credits was like fat shaming. Um, the way they, you know, approached homosexuality, you know, as a product of the nineties, um, where, you know, a, a lead on a TV show like Ellen, being gay was earth shattering. So, um, uh, again, I, I run across episodes of friends more often than I'd like to admit they play TBS plays it for six hours, Monday through Friday, um, <laughs> literally six hours from nine to 12 central time. And it is, it, it doesn't hold up cause it's not funny. Um, no. And, no, but no. the article about like, you know, just the, the not article about like, Oh, you know, I mean, you could, you, you could, hold that up with Seinfeld with boy meets world fresh prints. You could probably find, you could probably write a list of 10 ways X files like was transphobic or something like that. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, my God, the, the fresh Prince family had an indentured servant. <laughs> Shit. Mr. Belvedere. Okay. Hell, uh, Benson. All those were indentured servants. God. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, clearly, Kevin Spacey got in trouble for something. I'm not exactly even sure of what the actual crime was. I think um, it was assault, assault of underage people. That's assault, brother. <laughs> um, if House of Cards hadn't taken a nosedive off of a fucking cliff as a show, would they have come for him so hard? Or were people just mad because that show got shitty and they really wanted to give him the business? Um, I like to think it would have happened either way. But I'm sure that probably played into, you know, uh, Netflix's decision making. Um, what did not help him was his quote unquote apology where he blamed his proclivities <laughs> to assault underage people on his homosexuality. And his wacky ass in character. What was that? <laughs> what in the know. fuck was now, that? If, if, if we want to go back and get offended at something, uh, th- I will allow for that one because that was just straight up some weirdo. We are we are talking about the random video that he released a couple months ago where he was like carving as a the character as Frank Underwood. Underwood, yeah. yes, yes, that thing. Um, you know what? I am all for. Of course, I'm all for. We we should all be all for television shows that <clears throat> provide the typically voiceless that give them something to like, to root for, etc. Um, whether it's wonder woman or captain Marvel for women or the first asshole superhero, like, like Deadpool. Um, like <laughs> it, it's, I, I, I think that, you know, those are important to, you know, teach those who live on the margins of our society at any age that they have a place in society and that they are, <clears throat> excuse me, that they are, you know, they are just as valuable as people who look like me, a white, chubby, heterosexual male. Um, <laughs> or that <laughs> questioning a white, a white question. <laughs> and if we're talking supply and demand, they're a lot more valuable. Um, so, you know, that being said, I, I think that we need to, take a step back as uh, and look at what people are doing now rather than what they did 15 years ago. If I was judged on everything I did 15 years ago, I would be on an Island. 
<laughs> you know, uh, of Australia. You know, I'm, I certainly didn't do anything, Kevin Spacey. But you know, I've, I've, you know, I haven't been a pleasant person. I haven't been a pleasant person this week. Um, no, you know, no. I think, no. I think the fact is to a, you know, never assault people. Um, yeah, B. That, that's a pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> but uh, identify and learn from your past mistakes, and hope that you know. Uh, understand that people uh, have made those mistakes in the past, and you know, hopefully, they're trying to learn from them too. And, and I think that you brought up a good point, and like representation is important to some to people. Sure, and I, I, I get it. I understand that. I mean, shit. PN News greatest wrestler of all time because he looked like me. Coco Beware deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he looked like my uncles. I get representation. What I don't necessarily get is um, if you're being underserved by whatever media you consume, there's plenty of shit to find inspiration from in people that don't look like you also. And I think that's part of the issue at large is we have become very segmented, the the. Access to information should have sort of, you know, let us given us a window into each other's thing. We're like, oh, we're not, we're not so different, you and me, Mister, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Powers, is what it should have done. But what it really did was just give us our way to hide away in our cubby holes with with people that are just like us. Um, I look around the room I'm in and all the shit that's hanging up. These people don't look like me, um, but there's something in each of these characters that adorns my wall that I identify with some part with. And that's part of the problem too. If you cast wide enough net, you're not going to have time to be offended by the fact that the thing that looks the most like you is not portrayed in the best way. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, again, that's the, (laughs) it all kind of goes back to who has the time to be this outraged anymore. What is the fucking crazy? A lot of people do like, a lot of people do. I almost got into two life-ending car wrecks today. Mm-hmm. If the last thought in my mind is, you know, oh my god, how much time have I spent in life just being angry at stuff that, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, don't affect me. And again, like I, I do need to say that we have mentioned some pretty heavy shit. Michael Jackson, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. Weinstein, etc. All these people, like a lot of these people we've talked about, deserve to go to hell. But as far as like you know, uh, uh, offensive joke, whether it was intentional or not, from a Friends episode in the third season twenty years ago, <sighs> let it go, man. <laughs> let that let ride. let Kevin. I mean, I I I think of myself as an ally to the to the LGBT plus community. Um, let Kevin Hart host the Oscars. Let him host the Oscars. And like, they came after John Wayne not too long ago. And I'm like, first of all, why are you surprised that John Wayne also said so? Who is, who is digging into a Playboy interview from 35 years ago? Somebody looking for some old Hooters? Well, you know, (laughs) same. Same AF. I'm not judging that dude either. I'm not here to kink shame anybody. Mm -hmm. But just go in there, find the Hooters, and get out. Don't read the fucking John Wayne article. I have to tell you, the the first full article, and it was a slog that I've read in months, was about Lori Loughlin and this... And this, uh, the college admission scandal. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how anybody, you got to really want it if you are not just skimming an article from a 1977 Playboy. Whew. I mean, he they had to front load that son of a bitch with some real harsh shit to get somebody <laughs> to be interested enough to keep going. It had to, I, my, my true hope is this person thought John Wayne was a bastion of honor and morals and like, Oh my God, I want to read everything about John Wayne. He's my hero. <laughs> like, of course, John Wayne was a, was a, a racist and a homophobe. Yeah. Have you seen any of and his I mean, movies? Like, he played Genghis right. Khan in a fucking movie and it was, ba- yeah. it was barely less offensive than Mickey Rooney in that, uh, in breakfast. at Tiffany's. <laughs> it's it barely, barely less offensive than Creel's Asian impression. <laughs> I, I am ready to let a lot of people off the hook for being men of their times. If Patterson hood has taught me nothing other than George Wallace was a man of his time. 
I mean, it's some like yes, you can't get away with that shit now, and that's fine. It is okay going forward. It is okay for us to not be um, offensive in our art for the sake of. Of course, um, that is not to say that it is that it is never okay for you to see something and be offended by it. I'm offended all the time by lots of things um, because they're not very good. That is really the only <laughs> barometer that I have. It's, is this good? It's like, no, it, get it out It's of like here. the skit in Mr. Show where David Cross plays that... Uh, now you have my attention. <laughs> where he plays that comic where he he's he, he's trying to shit on the American flag because he's like a because he's a shock comic and then he like sues the flag yes. company because the mixture of colors like wouldn't like clogged up his bowels or something like that um but like that's the thing though like shock comics stuff like that they're offensive because they're not funny because you've wasted my time yes yes we are we are post shock in comedy to a degree um if i there are plenty of guys that i hear and they make a joke that i don't like um but it's always it's not funny. That is the crime to me. Um, if a movie is offensive because it's got a lot of shucking and jiving or <laughs> blackface ducky. or any of that. Like, I'm here to tell you right now, if I see a blackface bit that has fucking knocked me on my ass funny, I'm going to laugh at it. I laughed at, at X-Pop dressed like Mark Henry earlier today. <laughs> Did that happen? Oh, baby, it certainly <laughs> oh, happened. Man. And I'm surprised that it hadn't got more heat, but... You know, wrestling wrestling is always going to be the thing that, no matter how bad it is, people always just kind of scoff at it. Like, it's the last thing that people will just say, oh, that's just wrestling, those rednecks are goofy, and they, they kind of let it alone to a degree. Yeah. Um, as far as the content of it, like the, the, the politics of it and all that might be uh, fodder for attack, but like the content of it, the, pretty much people are just going to look over. Um, my God, don't even bring up, wait till they turn their eyes to revenge of the nerds <laughs> and porkies, which what's the, mm, oh God. what movie is it where the guy puts on the Darth Vader mask and has sex with the that chick? is revenge of the nerds too. <laughs> like revenge of the nerds too. That's, that's just rape. That's a, that's a rape. It's what it <laughs> Judges, is. Judges. Uh, that's a rape. Guess what? Biff Tannen tried to rape Marty McFly's mother in the parking lot. He did. He did. Tried to, <clears throat> and his punishment was he had to wash the, t- the <laughs> he had to wash the McFly's family car. He had to put on that second afterwards. coat of wax. He tried to get get away from it. <laughs> Don't you try to what? What does he? What word does he use? Con me? Don't try to con me, Biff. 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 Just like you did my wife God. in the parking <clears throat> lot God. of the school. Was it Ron? Was it Ron and Fez or the other two people who did that Back to the Future bit? I think that was Opie and Anthony. Which again, <laughs> <laughs> at least their offense was in real time. I'll give sure. Them that. <clears throat> oh my God! But yeah, man, we're. I mean, we all know we're too offended. We know that, but. At this point, that's sort of just the currency of the day as far as... I also wonder, do the people who are so offended online... Because that's where, like you said, the majority of this comes It's an outrage factory. Twitter. Does it exist in... Like, do they hold this in real life? Look, I know the Fox News folks. I know they do. I know they are down for their fucking crime. Mm. Um, And I know that a lot of people on the other side are also down to gather. Um, But, A... Does it exist in real life to the level it does online? No. And does any of the actions taken by either side on any of these causes have any impact on literally anything? I mean, you know, sometimes it does. If, uh, um, (laughs) I can't name you any situation right now, but Mm -mm. I mean, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes Kevin Spacey gets fired, you know, um, Sometimes uh, companies drop spokespeople, but the real question is: Does that change anything? Mm-mm. Means one nigga didn't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. One dude didn't get a job or lost a job. Yeah, and that's just so that's crazy to me that. You, I mean, I I don't blame. I honestly, I don't blame the companies for firing these people because they're. They're brought on to make money. And if you're messing with the money, you got to go. And so I don't blame them for that. But I just don't know in the end what any of this does. That's the problem. What does any of it 
I just want to I just want to look back <laughs> if I if I actually make it to a ripe old age. I want to I want to look back in my life and be confident in the fact that I I tried to live a good life and I and I had fun doing it and I can't have fun by getting mad at everything. Mm-mm. It's a miserable life to live. Mm-mm. It is so miserable. I mean, the things that I get mad at are miserable making it. I try not to get mad at hardly anything for real, like actual yeah. real life anger. Um, you know, sports is quite literally the only thing that can make me that mad from an entertainment standpoint. Yeah. But that's just because I didn't get the result I wanted, not because um, somebody was was mean to a reporter once. That That's <laughs> never going to be, I can't do it. I don't have time for it. So I guess that's what we're saying, America, is just stop taking the time for any of this shit because none of it matters. Build roads. It's so... Build bridges. Not bridges. What about Nash Bridges? How does that hold up? What was he up to? He had a... Was was his Hispanic sidekick um, portrayed in a positive light? Probably not. I bet he wasn't. Was I, he? Told, I, told, I told a friend today that my, I live life a constant struggle between two... Between the, you know, <clears throat> fabled unstoppable object and the immovable force. Wait, what? Unstoppable force and the immovable object. And those two things are wanting to be a friend and ally to minorities, women, to marginalized communities, and wanting to make fun of everybody. Every like, want- single <laughs> thing. <sighs> Everything. I only want to poke fun Every single like a thing. a guy a guy walked in to a restaurant that I was at earlier today, <clears throat> and he was wearing a "Kiss Me, I'm a hundred percent Irish" shirt. He was definitely not. Um, he was he was he was the first uh, uh, Hispanic gentleman that I've seen with a Jerry curl, and the shirt still. Ha- he was wearing Madras shorts, and the tag was still on the shirt. You saw a, you saw a hero. Today, he right? might. He, That's what you. He saw. could be the. He could be a single dad of four, just you know, trying to make ends meet. He could be the nicest dude in the world. We could align politically, ideologically, perfectly. But damn, I want to make fun of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I want to make fun of that dude for either being either a being so ironic that he bought that shirt, or b not knowing that that shirt says I'm a hundred percent Irish. <laughs> And, and that's that's like was he gonna um, run going to out it? to Is that uh, why you had the tag on it? Still? <laughs> I'm just testing this shirt out. I'm testing this shirt out. I'm going to the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in a couple yeah. weeks in Austin, and one of the panels out there is can comedy survive in this climate? That's what the whole thing's about. Um, and quite frankly, I don't. Do I think that that the art will go away? No, I don't think a lot will change. Um, but I do think that some of the comedy that we grew up with um, will just never exist again. Yeah. It'll just never, it will go away. Like, you um, can't make, um, <clears throat> you can't make, like, Eddie Murphy's delirium, any Eddie Murphy stand-up today. Any Eddie Murphy. Anything Eddie Murphy did before, say, I don't know, Dr. Doolittle <laughs> is out. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't make Blazing Saddles today. Oh, God, no. Out. So, out. And I don't know if that's a good thing. But, you know, it has to be a bad thing to not be able to laugh at at silliness. I mean, I don't, I, I just feel like that's what separates us from any oppressed, any oppressed nation that we want to snarl our I will agree with that. From the Absolutely. past. I think that is, is the ability to just laugh at being ridiculous and gaudy. Um... The, I think that that release, the, like you just said, it is in us to want to make fun of everything. Yeah. And for the people, for the people who, on the left side of politics, who are offended by a great many things that we mentioned here today, they delight in rubbing our president's nose in the fact that he said windmill noise gives you cancer, <laughs> which yes is funny as shit. It is incredibly funny. 
don't you get me wrong to think that I don't think that's funny. But at the same time, it's not, you're, you're not being consistent. You can't get mad at the other side for the trivial things that they do while you prop up your side's trivialness as well. And that's just, that seems like a newer thing. You know, that, that, I don't think that existed at least to the degree that it does now previously in my life. Like I can think if I think back through any late night television programs, it didn't matter who was in the White House. That guy was going to get the shit kicked out mm-hmm. of him. Um, Saturday Night Live was going to beat on whoever was in the White House. And at some point that stopped. And we all had to, as I've, as I've fussed with you many times, as you're, you're just taking up for your gang. The other gang's just as bad as yours is. Um, what are we doing? But man, I don't I, I, that we gotta get we gotta somehow break this wheel. We got to get out of this thing because it just reduces our ability to do the thing that I think I care about the most, which is have a good old fashioned belly laugh, mm-hmm. just a bending over. I want to be able to sit in a room and Google sexy tennis with my <laughs> friends and laugh who, at what who happens. Knew tennis was such a weird sport. That is weird as shit, dude. (laughs) Weird as shit. I'm all for everybody getting equal pay. Like, those are things that I think, because that's a real thing. Sure. You know, that's a real, there's numbers you can point. That's real. I'm all for any of that kind of stuff. But all this other shit, boys, we got to do what the Disney princesses tried to tell us to do and Hakuna Matata. (laughs) (laughs) Well,. We've done it. We've talked for 50 minutes about nothing. We fixed it. Like we always do. Um, there's no free again. Uh, we all know why. He knows he's welcome here anytime. <laughs> anytime. Uh, he's, he's always but if welcome. He wants to, if he wants to continue to do what these people here have, uh, what we've mentioned they do and ride that high horse, then I wish him well. Vio Condios, El Freezer. Sean, say that stuff. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks to making it to the end of this episode. We hope we offended you a whole lot. Um, so if you would like to share your offenses, you can, uh, reach us on Twitter at TTF network. Uh, you can email us at throw the flag network at gmail.com. I am not certain that that's the actual email address, but give that a shot anyway. Uh, you can listen to <laughs> somebody. In it. That guy's going to love to hear from you. <laughs> um, you can uh, listen to our other shows at ttfnetwork.com. And Hey, you know what? Hankins, you, you know, better than anybody. We thrive on word of mouth. So tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, review, and uh, tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Because if there's any, if there's something anybody loves to listen to, it's podcast recommendations, unsolicited podcast recommendations. Oh my god, unsolicited podcast recommendations. That is what people love to hear. This has been Cold Dog Soup presents. That's discussing. You can separate the art from the artist. Next time we'll find out. Can you separate the fart from the fartist? <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs>